You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Ora, you're listening to The Stitch Up. Each episode, we take a small topic within the student world of fashion, flip it inside out, and yarn about it, wink, for far too long. I'm Sophie. And I'm Eileen. And this is The Stitch Up. This week, we are discussing the realm of online reselling. I'm, this is our, if you didn't know, our grand finale. Well, maybe not. Maybe not, season two, baby. This is the final episode of the season. Which has been so, so exciting. It's bittersweet. We've had such a fun time recording these episodes. We've learnt lots about ourselves and each other. Anyway. Oh, gross. Oh, thank you so much for all your love and support. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys listening. Anywho, today we're talking about the realm of online selling um, because this is something we've been talking about for ages. At the very beginning of this podcast journey, we both decided that we really wanted to do an episode on this online reselling phenomena. Yeah. In which people sell clothes on the interwebs. Basically, yep. clothes that you already own. You might have got them from an op shop. You might have got them from Glassons. Might be some like fancy vintage I don't know, Calvin Klein or Levi's or whatever, whatever it is. It is the phenomena, the act of reselling those clothes online. And there's a lot of different platforms that this takes place on. Uh, a few of them being. So Instagram. So yeah. that's how I first found about this kind of on online selling. I'm curious, did you like come across online reselling shops or was this just people you knew selling clothes? I think it was a bit of both to be honest and then once you follow one person all these other instagram accounts start following you uh one of the second ways is through depop which you're scared of i'm scared of depop i don't know why i think it's just because there's too many cool clothes and i've downloaded it and i tried to get into it once but it was like overseas stuff and i just got scared and ran away i depop is a really confusing app to use i have bought stuff off depop i know how it works um it's quite expensive and there's a lot of drama. Yeah, which I think we can talk about later because there is a lot of drama that surprisingly comes yeah. from these online selling places. And then lucky last is looking at like Facebook Marketplace and Facebook selling groups. So yeah. it's like special pages. I think Depop has become too much admin for people. Yeah. Like Depop is so much admin compared to Facebook Marketplace or groups like Wet Rat that we'll talk about later or even Instagram. But it's like you have to have PayPal and they shut you your account down if you use bank transfer instead of PayPal. And it's just a lot. Oh, and designer wardrobe. Oh, so true. Very similar to Depop. I think a little bit more chill. I think designer wardrobe might actually be the first one I ever came across because lots of girls were using it to buy and rent their um, ball dresses. Ball dresses yeah. in year 12. Same here. I and take like, that back. Renting is a whole nother thing. Yeah. That's a whole nother killer fish. Yeah. Bucket of crabs. <laughs> anyway, so we just, first of all, I think it'd be interesting to look at like, why do people enjoy online selling compared to either buying brand new or going to secondhand shops. So yeah. I think for the buyers, what's in it for them? It's really appealing because you're able to scroll online on your phone or your laptop and not actually having to go into these stores. So it's, I guess it's kind of like cutting out the middle person. And, and it's quite curated. Like when you go into an op shop, and I love op shopping, but to find a cute pair of jeans, you're going through a lot of pairs of size six, mid-wash, skinny, ripped at the knee jeans that are like almost one throw at the bum yeah. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny <laughs> like 
it's fine. But sometimes you just want it to be a bit more, you want to be able to post, hey, I'm looking for high-waisted, straight leg, light wash blue jeans in a size 10 to 12. And people will show them to you. It's so great. It's got like a really wider range. And I think within these online shops as well, I think especially Depop, even though I'm scared of it, you can get those higher quality things that you won't find in like secondhand shops like you'll find like the designer brands or really ex- more expensive things which I think is really cool and is definitely part of the appeal yeah. from the seller's point of view what are we thinking well obviously it's a way to make money like I've sold secondhand clothes that I've got from op shops or clothes I've got new I've sold them online and like you don't necessarily make a huge amount of money unless you're reselling to make a profit which we'll get to later but it's just a convenient way to make a little bit of money out of stuff that you're not using. Like someone else gets to buy something cute for a pretty good deal most of the time. I think it's a win-win most most of the time, kind of anonymously. But like, yeah, it's a win-win. I think one of the key things as well when selling things through Depop or like Facebook marketplaces or like the Facebook pages, there's already viewings there. You don't, you're not kind of just putting out there on your Instagram story with like I don't know a couple of hundred people to look through you're actually getting out to lots of people because a lot a lot of these Facebook pages especially have upwards of like 5,000 followers well like how many people are in Wet Rat which is I would say the selling group of the moment for for the ulti Aotearoa based Gen Z yeah I agree all my friends all my friends are on it and if they aren't I go I'm going to add you right now because yep. it's a really good shout and it's a place to find cool clothes. This is 5.7 members, but truly, <laughs> I thought there were so many more. It's me, you, and all of our 5,000 friends. friends. Where Eileen are coming from is that we are a big fan of these online reselling. It's easy to buy clothes. It's easy to find cool clothes. And 99% of the time, it's cheaper than anything you'll find Brand new. Right now, in the recording studio, both of us are wearing things we have bought off of Facebook groups. Yep. Soph's got a cute little, like, milkmaid gingham top. I've got these cute little corduroy flares and my sandals, my slides. Slides. My slides. What I like especially within these groups is that you can buy brand new things secondhand. Like, people say, oh, I bought this. It doesn't fit. I can't send it back. I'm selling it for cheaper. And oh, it's such a win when you buy something. You're like, oh my gosh, this is actually brand new. I've bought it for so cheap. Yeah, it's just a really cool way. I think as well, it's a guilt-free way of shopping. Like less guilty because I love clothes. I love buying stuff. So these online groups and Instagram pages give me a place where I can buy cool clothes and not feel overwhelmingly guilty about doing so. And even op shopping is not guilt-free. Like, a lot of clothes in op shops end up in the landfill. Um, It's not a purely ethical way of shopping, and there's still harm from it. And I think when we buy these things directly from one seller to another person, it's not like just donating your clothes to the op shop, which a lot of the time is just removing yourself from the process of putting them in a landfill. Yeah. Like, I know that's really depressing, but it is true. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Like, I chucked a bunch of clothes on my Instagram story um, that I was getting rid of. I was putting them up there for, like, five bucks. Because I was like, why not? Like a little koha. I've done that before. Why not give myself a... Co- like, I put it on my close friends. I wasn't going to have to post anything. This was just to my mates who I see most days anyway. But, like, why not 
get a coffee out of like a top that I've got some love and some cute fits and some great Instagram pics out of and like give that to someone else. <laughs> the only reason to buy clothes Instagram pics. Late stage capitalism, baby. Have you ever been scammed? No, I'm pretty good. I'm always a bit paranoid. I do. Sometimes I do send people like the follow up message like, hey, just wondering if you've posted it. All has gone well. I've never been scammed. Eileen, have you ever been scammed? I've been scammed and it was the first time I ever bought anything off of Depop. And I thought this chick was so reliable. Depop's scary. I thought she was so reliable and then my coat just never turned up. I kept buying stuff. So did you... Talk me through the process. I bought it and then it never arrived and I never messaged it to say, hey. So it might have got lost in the mail. That is so unlikely. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. You think she just didn't sell it. It would have eventually gone back to her, I would think, if it got lost in the mail and she would have messaged me. I don't know. And and that's a secret we'll never learn. XOXO, Depop seller. And the ethics as well. So, like, scamming is one thing. Oh, I had a girl message me the other day mm. and be like, hey, did you buy anything from this person on Wet Rat? She was meant to send me something, but it's not arrived. And I saw you commented on one of her posts, and I hadn't bought anything from this person. So I was like, no, sorry, I can't help. Message the admin. Yeah. But, yeah. Because that's the thing about these um, Facebook, compared to Marketplace, these Facebook pages, they do have admin that keep check on things and will kick people out of the group if... Like, they have really strict rules, especially uh, Wet Rat, about, like, posting things. Yeah, like, including the condition, like, yep. price, size. How much n- you're wanting. Yeah, no, like, no ball, no just open offers, which I really like because I hate when they say, like, make an offer, and you're like, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And like, mm, I'm actually looking at upward of 100. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Good luck. Good yeah. luck to you. Uh, not happening for me. Mm. Um, but one of the big problems with these groups, and this is definitely like going back to Depop especially, is people buying stuff from secondhand shops to resell. Yeah, which I do follow Instagram accounts that do this. When I, f- I don't buy from them anymore because I've just kind of moved away from, I've now like gone onto the Facebook and buying from people who are just selling their clothes. But definitely I thought it was really interesting starting off and buying clothes from people who go out and buy them and then upsell them. I mean, the argument against it is essentially that op shops have always existed for people who can't afford to go and buy new clothes to go and get clothes from, like opportunity shop. That's what it means. Thrift shop, secondhand store, charity store, whatever. The gist of it is that it's affordable. And when people do this, it pushes up the price and it gets rid of a lot of the good stock. Um, which just makes it harder for people who actually rely on op shops. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it's I don't know. It's a it's a real messy mm. jungle of ideas and opinions because I yeah I agree with you. I think it is really annoying, and I definitely see how it is a problem when people go out and buy clothes just to only resell them and make a personal gain, in turn driving up prices within secondhand shops. It, it goes against the ethos of what op shops are really for. Yeah, and then you could also say, you know, they're picking out stuff that other people might not be able to see and bringing them to light and really, like, pushing that recycling clothes and taking it out of that where once, chuck it in the bin. Like, t- you're taking mm. it, you know, like, as we were saying before, lots of clothes in these secondhand shops do end up going to the dump and the tip. So it's like, okay, are we taking that out, that process? Is, is it actually environmentally friendly in a way? And I also think, like... People who have no other choice but to shop in op shops also deserve to feel cute and they also deserve to be able to find 
nice stuff in op shops that shouldn't all be snatched up by like uni students to yeah. sell to go and buy a box for the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope I, that's not too like critical, but everyone yeah. deserves to look cute. The flip side though, having stuff that you bought from the op shop and then wore and then you're like, mm, actually I don't like this. Or even you bought it and then never wore it because you were like, you thought it would be cute, but it actually wasn't your stays. I don't think there's anything wrong with selling that. It's just intentionally trying to make a business out of it that I am concerned by. Yeah. I think it's not like overwhelmingly like you are a horrible person to do for doing this. Like you are so unethical. How could you do this? Because, you know, as we said before, there are the benefits of you know trying to make the more environmentally friendly push. But still, it's like, I don't know. There's, like, there's lots of, you know, debates on each side. But that kind of links into our next point, talking about, you know, uh, reselling clothes. Is it okay? Well, I know I've seen a bit of controversy online. Um, reselling Glasson's clothes and Shine clothes. Sheen? Shine? Sheen? I think it's Sheen. Sheen? I'm going to say Glasson's is a New Zealand-based retailer. Lots of people buy clothes from there. If you've got something from there and you're not going to wear it, hell yeah, resell it. Don't try to pull a profit on it, sure. But like, sell it. Sell like your Glasson's town crop tops for five, ten bucks. Someone else is going to wear that to town and feel cute. I have a much bigger problem with people reselling Sheen because half the shit on Sheen is literally from AliExpress. Yeah, I think the Glasson's stuff, it's quite interesting. If you're going to resell your Glasson's stuff, don't price it upwards of five ten dollars if it's the t-shirts and stuff because you can get those sale price brand new and it's like well why would anyone be interested counterpoint though my absolute favorite favorite thing to find in op shops on like wet rat whatever is vintage or old school glasses <laughs> like you know the old glasses yeah, tags whenever yeah. i find anything with them i'm actually trying to sell them right now funnily enough but i have this pair of jeans and the tag says like that there's black uh, kind of faded black low-rise flares and the tag says in the super gothic font good jeans by glassons <laughs> and it's so like early 2000s and i love them and if if they would like still fit me and were still my style i would spend a lot on those because i think they're sick but that's an aside i just love vintage glassons i think it's like the more like you know you can get like the ten dollar like the three for 30 tops at Conon or like glassons and then you go ahead and like resell them a dollar under what you could buy them brand new. It's like, well, why would anyone buy that? Exactly. Sheen. Shine. Should not exist. Shame upon them. Sheen stands for should it exist? No. No. <laughs> should have. <laughs> Easy. Uh, no. Shit. Exist. No. Shitty. Hellish. Ethical. No. I th- no. I think not. Not. <laughs> yeah, people reselling Shine Sheen. I don't know. I'm gonna choose one, and we're just gonna Shein. roll with it. Sheen. Yes. Shein. No one's ever called it Shine before. <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> Sheen. It sounds like West Sheen. Sheen clothing is so cheap and nasty. And I'm very happy to say this, and I'm not going to make any kind of counterpoint for it, because it's the cheapest, nastiest clothes you can buy online for like $5 for a top, and then people go ahead and try and resell it? What? It's so crappy. Like, I think buying shit from Shein, and then I own a couple of things from Shein because my friends have done orders from there and then given me stuff because half of the shit they ordered didn't fit them or look good because it's really bad quality, but I got it for free. Um, point being... 
I think buying things from Shein and reselling them, even if you're not making a profit, is only one step away from like AliExpress dropshippers, which is when people tend to start up like a shop like... I can think of lots of examples, but I shouldn't name them because I don't want us to get sued. Because <laughs> they're listening. They might be. Because, yeah, we are really popular. And all the big companies out there, big companies watching you. Point being, they so dropshipping is when they don't own the stock. They find the stock on AliExpress. They list the photo from AliExpress on their website. And when you order it, then they order it from AliExpress to you. To me, buying from Shein is just a step away from that. I think. I think what we're getting at, it's like if you're gonna resell clothes, resell them. That's fine. But like, why would you just even buy from? I think what what the problem is like. Why would you buy from Shane in the first place? Just maintain the integrity of it. Use reselling clothes as a way to give more life to pieces that you've loved but don't fit you or aren't your style anymore. Like, it shouldn't be a way of making money. It should just be a way of sharing your pa- your passion for fashion your passion for fashion your love of clothing but literally like what? i've sold things online i've bought things online it's i do that all the time i think especially in the hashtag age of covid we are sometimes getting to an op shop is a bit more difficult yes i bought so much off of where we're at it's, during lockdown it's, and it's fun to scroll around and look at things. One of my favorite things is this little side note. When I see something on Wet Rat, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And I'll check the comments and it'll be like, sold. And then I'll see my flatmates commented, like, can I buy this? And they'll be like, yeah. I'm like, yes. Like, I don't have to buy it, but I know it's coming straight to my wardrobe. The old so, shared flat wardrobe. Oh, you know I'm all about it. I just like the classic. A quick little point as well, talking about like your intentions for reselling. I think it should be to give clothes that you love or you don't wear anymore, you don't even like anymore, a new breath of life. And if you're not going to do that and you're going to sell your really rubbish clothes, like you can just chop them up and use them for rags. A form of reselling I love is the Radio 1 Market Day. Yes. But yeah. this sounds like a shameless plug, but genuinely I love coming to uni and seeing, because a lot of the time it is just like, a few students and it's their clothes. Oh, also they do the OUSA during sustainability week. They do clothing swaps. So cool. Love a clothing swap. The more like intimate and real it is, the better, I think. But yeah, what it comes back to is just keep the community steezy. Or you can make money, but don't be a loser. You can make money, but don't be a loser. Keep the community steezy. Keep it steezy. Keep it with the best intentions at heart. You know, thinking about the environment, thinking about the ethics. In conclusion, I spend way too much money online. Same. So much money. But it's better to spend that money on a nice vintage piece or whatever than it is to send it to like misguided. Or buy a $300 bulk order from Shine. You've been listening to The Stitch Up. You can find us on the Radio 1 podcast page and wherever you find good podcasts. And this has been last episode of the season thank you so much for all your support and we'll see you next time or or not not. wink Wink. (laughs) that was a Radio 191 FM podcast you can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast